Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group at our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And welcome to Monday. And, and what a Monday already. We've had uh, a bevy of economic news out uh, all of from, from the U.S., from China, from Europe, all of it, uh, not just bad, extremely bad. So we're, we're going to talk about this. Jason, it looks like uh, the, we've been talking about China and saying there's a major slowdown happening. Uh, they've got a housing problem there. They've been locking out millions of their depositors out of their bank, and, and today, uh, they had economic data coming out. You know, China's a place where, you know, 5%, uh, you know, like retail sales or GDP growth would be considered slow. Uh, they had nailed retail sales at 2.7%, uh, industrial production at 3.8%. Jason, these are actually, believe it or not, these would be cheered. As great numbers here in America, uh, these are actually very significant slowdown now happening in China. Well, how can you spend money if you can't get to it? <laughs> it kind of makes sense. You know, all along, they would say, oh, the Chinese data is fake. You know, like our data is real, right? Now, China, there's fake data with their GDP uh these numbers kind of say, well, maybe, listen, maybe China's data is, you know, data is, is no more fake than the data we put out there. Well, and Joe, uh, let me, let me, it, let me it, add. it makes sense, right? Let me add to that. The numbers we get is some sort of real number. The reason I always say it's fake is because it's how they come to the number. It's always how do they come to the numbers, why I say it's fake. But these numbers, these, these, these people that make the decisions, the high towers, they have to have some sort of data to make them uh, make decisions. So, so yeah, the, the numbers you're giving us, Joe, based on however they get the numbers, are very bad for China. And like, if, you, if Chinese can't get to their, their money, how do they spend it? And, and I've said this, I think, last week, that the Chinese housing problem is different than our 08 housing problem. This, is the, this housing mess is with properties that aren't even finished or even started yet. How does the banks stay afloat if they don't even have an asset to resell, Joe? Yeah, this is going to be interesting uh, and all of these things have major repercussions globally. Uh, you know, you at least you know go back to 08. China was still growing at like seven percent. This time, this, this this is even a little more scary because let's face it, Europe is in big trouble. Uh, we're I, and I know they're trying to tell you all this great stuff. There's big trouble brewing here. The, the, the slowdown, wait till you see some of the, the things breaking today. The slowdown, it, it, it's starting to pick up steam, right? Now, all of a sudden, if China is going to uh, either be close or actually go into recession at the same time the United States mm -hmm. and Europe are in recession, Jason, that's that's a whole different type of situation. It almost feels like someone's timing the whole thing, Joe. And, and let me say this with the Chinese GDP, a part of that number is, is Americans buying their stuff, let's face it. And if you have warehouses on the West Coast that are completely full to the point where they're on a, a massive hurry to build more warehouses because there's nowhere else to put the stuff – you can't buy anymore. 
All the you know, all these uh, warehouses here in America are full, Joe. They can't stuff their Chinese stuff here. So of course the GDP is going to go down because Americans and other countries aren't buying the stuff. Their their warehouses are full, Joe. Nobody's buying stuff. People don't have money like they did just a year ago. Listen, things are changing quickly. Best Buy this morning announcing that it's eliminating hundreds and hundreds of jobs and and that the pace of layoffs uh, is going to continue. Best Buy saying they now have 105 employees in U.S. and Canada. Uh, That was at the end of January, and they just announced, by the way, we're laying off more. Uh, Just to give you a comparison, uh, they had 125,000 employees uh, in January of 2020. So, so Best Buy uh, continuing this layoff march and now saying, hey, by the way, it's not enough. Uh, they've seen a significantly slower sales than anticipated. Uh, they they saying that the boom in demand for home theaters, office equipment, kitchen appliances – has come to an end, and they said that this started in late July, uh, picking up steam. By the way, obviously, Walmart's announced layoffs, Shopify, uh, Peloton over the weekend. Uh, I don't know. Peloton may not make it. Uh, they, they're, they're, they announced they're cutting uh, uh, jobs as well. Amazon's workforce uh, continuing to shrink. They shrank their headcount, Jason, by 99,000 jobs in the second quarter. That was just Amazon. Well, and I think their uh, their indication that things slow down at the end of July, to me, what I'm looking at is it, it was stopping in June. July was dead, and, and August is even worse. So I, I think they're uh, they're getting old information, Joe, because I think the slowdown really started in June heavily. That's that's what was the third rate hike or something was in June, something like that. So that's that's kind of why I think things were, you know, people were really seeing how serious. Yeah, that was the are. first. That was the first of the seventy-five basis point rate hikes. Then six weeks later, we got another one. Uh, home builder sentiment. Uh, this is one that shouldn't surprise anybody. Uh, we are now in a official negative territory so home builders are now saying that they are in a recession it is the eighth straight monthly decline uh the last time the index was negative uh wasn't even well i guess they had a brief negative right right there in the start of covid uh but the last time home builders were negative june of 2014 and it looks like they anticipated to get even worse from there. Pick the Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Pick the Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason, and uh, we're going to talk about a new bank. Uh, this is going to be interesting. How this is going to tie up. But first, I want to finish the rest of this data. Uh, home builders. This is a big one. Uh, the fall here in confidence from home builders, absolutely staggering. The biggest decline was in the West, right? So this is, you know, a lot of people here in the way, you know, we feel a little insulated. Oh, this is where people are moving. Uh, according to the home builders, a huge drop, the biggest drop I've ever seen. Uh, falling 11 points, but but let me uh, give you uh, some inside data. Now that they they are now official, the Home Builder Index is officially in recession. Uh, this is going to be the first 
year since 2011 where the total volume of single-family home starts is going to post a decline. Uh, so this is an all-stop here. Uh, home builders have been building homes as pretty much as fast as they could here. Uh, Jason, this is a, a, a big change in how they feel that the rest of of the year is going to play out let me give you an idea of how bad it is expectations for the next the next six months okay fell two points uh it was already in recession anything under 50 is recession it, it was at 49 went to 47 so like hey come on well that's not that bad what why do i think that's really optimistic because listen to this next number Actual buyer traffic. So actual buyer traffic. And just to be clear, I want to make sure I get this right. This is an August number. Okay. So, well, I guess they released it in August. It's a July number. My uh, July number uh, released here in August. Actual buyer traffic fell five points to 32 remember 50 is is the level anything below 50 jason is recessionary i mean th this number so far below uh home builders basically saying jason there's nobody coming in that's right joe but this is different than 2008 joe because uh the occupancy rate is very very high whereas in 2008 9 10 People left their homes, and there was a huge uh, gap. There was a whole lot of empty houses. Uh, Joe's reporting, uh, as we have been, that uh, the the builders are, are, are you know, stressfully not being able to sell the houses because, well, the rates are high. So people can't buy the houses. But what's different right now is the occupancy rate is very high. So what this is going to turn into, unfortunately, is, is this is going to decimate renters. Renters are going to be just destroyed in this process. And I think the housing prices, yeah, they might drop some, but this is nothing like 2008. This is you're not going to see the occupancy rate go down, and the builders aren't going to build irresponsibly to too many homes so that the occupancy rate is is lower to lower the housing prices. Joe, home ownership's going away. That they're they're creating a situation where uh, the the percentage of Americans owning homes is going to go way down. It's all going to be BlackRock, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's exactly it. It's it's it, this is scary because uh, to Jason's point, anybody that's got a mortgage right now. You're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere because the new mortgage rates are so much more than the old ones. Uh, and, again, prices would have to absolutely collapse. It's going to be interesting. I, I had said, what, 45 days ago, don't be shocked to start hearing about layoffs in the home building industry. Jason, I think we're getting close to that point. And that'll do nothing but keep the occupancy rate higher and make the rent skyrocket. Uh, uh, the uh, the median uh, rent in, in the United States uh, is above two thousand dollars. Can you believe that, Joe? You know, median rent rent is two thousand dollars a month. That's that's and, and, and crazy. Again, yeah, this is going to be rental nation. And and again, I, I don't know how. To, what's the answer? What's the answer? And and I don't know what a good answer is. Uh, rates keep going higher. Uh, only one in five home builders so far have cut prices. The average price cuts 5%. But when you factor in how many rate hikes we've had this year, 
even with the 5%, which is pittance, decrease in price, the average mortgage payment is up, Jason, four and five and six. And depending on the, you know, the more expensive the home, the more expensive the payment. You need a heck of a lot bigger than a 5% pay cut. Uh, to price cut to for people to be able to afford a home affordability has actually gotten worse not better well if the inflation would go away and, and the prices of everything else would go, would come down that would give uh, people a chance to buy homes they, what they need unfortunately they need a massive market crash they need that depressionary situation that's coming in where the biggest companies feel a ton of pain and prices come ripping downward joe but that's doesn't look like the way they're going to handle it. It sure looks like we're stagflation, which is the worst situation for people trying to buy homes, where the prices of things just keep getting higher and the wages don't keep up. And, uh, well, just uh, be a, a kind of a prisoner of the corporate model, which is you'll, you'll rent, you will own nothing, right, and be happy. How many times have you heard you that? You can own nothing and be happy. Uh, the last piece here, uh, New York Fed, uh, the Empire Manufacturing Index. This one was really ugly. Uh, they, they're saying uh, unexpectedly cratered to a negative 31.3. It was a negative 20. It actually got worse. They were expecting for a, uh, a print of five, you know, at least, hey, be somewhat positive. By the way, this is the second biggest monthly drop on record. Uh, and they've been keeping this data for a very, very long time. Uh, inside of it, new orders tanked to a negative 29.6. The month before, it was a positive 6.2. This one, a negative 29.6. Shipments index plummeted nearly 50 points. I've never, I'll be honest, I've never seen that before. To a negative 24.1. Uh, which just simply means, hey, uh, the month before, yeah, we weren't getting a lot of orders. We were getting some, but we shipped out all the orders we had this month. Not only are we not getting any orders, uh, there's nothing for us to ship because we've already fulfilled all the orders, Jason. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, you know, we... We talked about. I just talked about the glut in things. There's too much stuff sitting there, and you can manufacture all you want, but uh, at some point, it doesn't make any sense if people aren't buying it. And uh, Joe, this is uh, it's, this is where we're headed. It's it's headed in a very uh, uh, bad direction. That the U.S. production, yeah, you know, dropping essentially the most in history. Joe, that's you said the yeah, second this, most. Th this number, this negative thirty-one point three, that puts it. I mean, we're talking. That's right there with all the other lowest levels in the history of this report and, and again it's only you know one number but you start putting it together best buy coming out this over the weekend oh by the way we're just eliminating and really what they're saying hey we're eliminating shifts at the store yeah. right we're just we're cutting back we're we're uh we're cutting hours we're getting rid of employees uh dramatic slowdown the home builders hey we're in recession levels and the best home building markets, the southeast and the west, falling the most. Uh, tech layoffs. Now, we're up to almost 200-plus tech companies uh, that have announced layoffs in, in the last 90 days. 
uh, and Jason, all of this stuff, it's picking up steam. I think the biggest news, though, still has to be China. China has always been able to keep growing no matter what was going on in the rest of the world. Uh, and now that starts to, to look like it's in danger. Uh, and then, of course, news out of, out of Europe, too, Jason. Energy prices. I mean, I don't know if people have noticed. 75,000 people in England have stopped paying their power bills uh, because they're unaffordable. Germany, now, the situation seems like gets worse every couple of weeks. I think it was last week I told you, or two weeks ago, that Germany couldn't, in the, in the winter, could only heat their homes to 68 degrees. That has now changed. They're now saying that this was announced uh, Friday night, that all public buildings across the country will not be able to set heat above 66 degrees uh, and, and uh, calling upon residents to cut the heat, cut the saunas, uh, shorten the showers. Uh, expectate, uh, the only exceptions, your house is not an exception, so you've got to do what, what, what we're doing publicly. Only exception, hospitals and what they call social facilities. I don't know what they mean by social uh, facilities, uh, but, Jason, it's going to be pretty hard, uh, right, to, to have an economy functioning if, if you can't turn the heat on. Yeah, Joel, one of the biggest ways to, to eliminate a lot of the problems we've just talked about in the first part of the show is, is just increase energy output. And these governments, especially the Western governments, are, 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 are depleting energy sources and, and they're, they're hampering it and they're taking away energy. You get, you get a ton of energy up there and running, you get tons of it and they drop the cost of everything, everybody does better. You know, I was watching uh, that movie, Margin Call, I was watching it. It's been a while since it's been out. And one of the brokers in the movie, they always have these little stories in the, in the midst of the movie, the, the things they could be doing instead of making a bunch of money on Wall Street. And the one guy said, hey, I, I built a bridge once. You know what? Yeah, I built a bridge. And he, he runs through all the formulas and the numbers in the 22 years after he built the bridge. And he came to the number of 1,137 years he had saved drivers not sitting on the roads because of his bridge. I mean, think of how, how, how much that helps the economy, Joe, when 1,137 years of people sitting on the road was eliminated with one bridge. That's what we're talking about. Just up the energy, Joe. Just If they just up the energy output, no matter what it is, it could be nuclear, it could be coal, it could be whatever they want to make it and make it cheap. But, uh, Joe, I just feel like that we I guess we've just been living too high of a standard of living. We need to, we need to uh, get ready for a lower standard of living, Joe. Well, this is something, and, and we've been talking about the digital currencies. They're all coming, right? That's a given. But the ability of government and controlling things. And then I saw this uh, hit on Zero Hedge. There's a new robo-carbon bank. You heard me right. A robo-carbon bank. And they're calling and advocating for what they're calling a personal carbon wallet. Let's ensure, let me give you the, the highlight of this new bank. Let's ensure that every household or every citizen receives a certain amount of carbon emission rights 
Oh, wait, you're going to give us rights? Oh, no, no. We're going to take away rights, right? What do they mean by, let's ensure that every household, every citizen, every business, you get a certain amount of carbon emission rights. And this is kind of what I think is really going to, where we're going to next. This way, we can ensure that we do not uh. emit more than our yearly limit. Your emission rights will be stored in a carbon wallet, a digital wallet. So if I wanted to fly, I would buy some carbon emission rights from someone who can't afford to fly. For example, this way, a poor person can earn extra money. Oh, boy. Oh, my Lord, here it is. Oh, yes, man. see? Joe, Joe, it's We're like... We're just going to start selling carbon emission rights. They're going to they're gonna give you the freedom to put on shackles, and you're free to decide how long the chain's going to be. Horrible. It gets better. It gets better. We're not done. Patriot Radio News Hour. 800-951-0592. Gold's down uh, $17 right now. Seventeen eighty-two. Silver's down $0.40. Uh, twenty twenty-five. Most of that was on the news out of China before we got here this morning. Uh, which was, you know, a dollar rally, but then the news here, uh, not good, right? With the uh, New York Fed, uh, the home builders in recession, the news out of Best Buy, uh, just to name a few, uh, has gold actually uh, coming back a little bit here. Uh, th- this is going to get this is going to get really tricky because uh, I-, I actually think this is this is the plan where they're going here. This new Carbon bank. Man, think about this. Hey, here's what we're going to do. All the poor people that can't afford a car, can't afford to fly, here's how we're going to give you guys income. All the people that have a vehicle, or maybe they want to rent a car, or they want to take a flight, they're going to need to buy some of these carbon emission rights, right? And and and, and uh, we'll use that uh, to give to hand out to the poor people, right? Another way to redistribute the wealth. Uh, how about this part of it? If someone lives in a small house, they can sell emission rights to someone who lives in a big house. This way, poor people can benefit from the green economy. See, Jason? It's, it's perfect. It's communist. It's socialist money. You're talking a socialist mo- monetary system. This is, the, uh, the, this, is, this is what all socialists uh, in world history would have loved to have in, in their quiver of weapons against the people. That, that's exactly what it is, Joe. This is, this is how to create a, a very equal society with a ruling cr- class above you. Because I have a feeling their money is going to be a little different, Joe. Well, you know, and this is this is the the the, the funny part about all of it is think about 
what this will, will really be. This is nothing more. Call it what it is. Just another tax. Now they're going to call it a carbon emission tax. Uh, and, and, and this is another great way to impoverish uh, so many people and and they'll collect this tax and of course then the government uh, will decide how to redistribute the tax. The government's going to pick winners and losers and, and of course with an electronic currency they can just see at the end of the year. right? You go to do your taxes now right? Hey okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, you bought this much gas. You bought this many Thousands of gallons of gasoline. Well, your family was only allowed this much, so uh, you're gonna you're gonna owe some gasoline carbon emissions. Oh, I see here, uh, you, your family booked uh, round trip tickets. Let's just say it was you, your wife, your two kids. Uh, you booked uh, round trip trip. Matter of fact, you did that twice. Uh, so we're gonna need some uh, airline carbon tax credits and uh well you know you live in a house that's you know you don't need that big of a house see see it looks like uh you got a three thousand square foot house and and we think that really two thousand square feet's all you need so you're gonna have to pay uh some more emission credits because you know your house is just too big and oh by the way we noticed how much uh, hot water you used, right? We noticed your power bills. Yeah, you, you weren't being a real good citizen here. Look at this power bill. Uh, obviously, you had the AC on, you know, it was too low. You had the heat turned way up. So we're going to have some more tax uh, emission credits. I mean, Jason, this is what they're talking about. How many middle-class and business-class people under that system will, will collapse within just a year, two years' time and just give up? I give up. I might as well just work Taco Bell and and uh, and just live in an apartment. It's a lot easier on my stress and my brain because it's the middle class and the business class, the small business class that hold up the entire country. It really is. You know the corporate the corporate uh, interests of this world. They're just sucking the blood like a leech off off the uh, taxpayers, off the uh, citizens, and they do it because the rules. They, here's the funny thing about these corporations that you know that the the left will just be, you know just vilify constantly. They're they're playing within the rules. I mean, what? How many times did Trump say it when he got when he was uh, going to be elected? I, I just I'm going by the rules. I didn't, you know I, I didn't make the rules. He's like, if I change things in the way that I want it to be, you know, I'm going to hurt myself. Uh, and, and that's kind of what we need, Joe. We need we need big government to go away. We need those regulations to stop. We need to, to give small business and entrepreneurs a way to to build innovative ways to make money and, and make it uh, cheaper for people to live. But it's a, a complete opposite thing. Everything you've talked about on the entire show today is, is, is showing the complete opposite in society. We're a, a socialist society sucking the blood out of middle class and business class, show. And, and here's the This is ridiculous. But here's the thing. This is, this is the reality. This bank has already been formed. And and again, the, the, it, and you got to watch for these things. This this particular bank is in the Netherlands, uh, and and you and and it's worthy to note because this is kind of the pattern, right? Where where they start in the the more liberalized places first, and slowly but surely bring it everywhere. And, and again, this is kind of the goal 
of 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 the climate change initiatives here, and it's not and it's so much more than climate change. This really has to do with uh, redistribution of wealth, making it harder for you to be uh, in in the elite class. Uh, basically, trying to convince everybody, hey, you know what? It's just better. Take like Jason said, hey, just take this hourly job. Uh, you're not going to have a lot, but don't worry. Uh, you got a place to live, and uh, when we we will tax these rich guys with some carbon credits, uh, and that way we'll give you a little rebate on your rent uh, at your house, and and don't worry because uh, you'll take public transit and and. Uh, and, and, and you'll have enough money to buy food and, and whatnot and keep a, a roof over your head. But that's about it, Jason. Yeah, share, you're talking about sharecroppers because if you own a plumbing company and, and, and this stuff crushes you, well, fine, I'm just going to get, uh, I'm going to get a nice high, you know, high, a high paying job as a plumber for some other company, so for some conglomerate, huge company out there. Uh, that's what it turns everyone into. It turns everyone, it, it, all the small businesses get absorbed by the bigger fish. And it's just a lower standard of living for everyone around us. It's those guys that, those business owners that that uh, just sweat it out, you know, 80 hours a week, 100 hours a week trying to get things accomplished. Those are the guys that make it better for you and I, Joe, and everybody around us. It's going away. It's going away fast. Pinto Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour, and and I got to tell you, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, and I didn't know uh, how this would play out. I've been speculating for a while that I, I think when the you know call it the Great Reset, whatever you'd like to call it, and warning you about, hey, if you've got too much money in the bank, be prepared to lose it. And, and and have it be. I always thought, Jason, there would be some form of redistribution of wealth uh, in all of this. Uh, I didn't put the 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 carbon thing together, uh, but but this creation of this new bank here, uh, where once again, maybe this is going to be. Is this what banks are going to become in the future? Uh, is the uh, place where you go to exchange carbon emissions? I think it's why they hired 87,000 IRS agents. I, I, brief, I touched it briefly last week, Joe, and I guess I didn't explain it well, but this, th- there, there's a new system coming into place, and these are the guys that are going to have to run the system. You know, a great reset is happening, and you can't do that with half as many IRS agents. You almost have to double it, right, Joe? You know, more IRS agents are being hired than in a football stadium, or, uh, essentially. And, uh, yeah, where we're heading, I mean, and look, at why, why do I have the feeling that they're going to really, on your televisions and your smartphones, like, this is, this is wealthy, you know, we'll just say uh, the local entertainer or, foot, you know, athlete has, like, you know, get a million-dollar contracts. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be sort of a, a class warfare, really, the poor versus the wealthy, but those aren't the wealthy people, Joe. They're all going to end up in one place, aren't they? This is, this is social engineering. But they're going to make the, the poor people get mad at the rich people, right? They do it all the time. Oh, it's those rich people. They're, but we're, 
we're going to make it better. They're going to give you money. And then, of course, the rich people are going to be mad. So like, why am I giving all my money away? Because I have a couple of houses, and I, and I earned a good living for 20 years or 30 years, 40 years. And now you, I'm supposed to give it away to you know, you just give it away? This is going to cause a lot of chaos, Joe. Yeah, and, and again, there's going to be uh, – we, we've been speculating for a long time. You know, I know a lot of people out there uh, view this as a way for them, and I think it is a way. Right to take to take guns, uh, to take gold, to take you know to take uh, anything they want really. Uh, it's why again I tell everybody uh, remember it, as far as in the eyes of the government, not all gold is created equal. The the vast majority of gold in the eyes of the United States government is considered to be bullion. Period. There's only one exception to that. Pre-1933, U.S. minted gold and then other coins, global global coins around the world that are considered to be collectibles. If you don't have those, everything else, you know, your gold eagles, your maple leaves, your Krugerrands, your bars, you know, all the other forms of gold that you could possibly buy, uh, the government doesn't differentiate. They, they, they view those all in the same. Uh, that's why we like the older gold better. Because in 1933, the last time the government confiscated gold, the only gold the citizenry was allowed to keep was anything deemed a collectible. Now, does that mean they're going to do the same thing the next time around? Of course it doesn't. But, Jason, that is the precedent that they set, and usually that's what, that's, you know, when you look at rule of law and things of that nature, uh, usually they, they, they follow the same precedents. Think about it, Joe, because the first thing that a prepper will think, well, we'll just barter, we'll go outside the system. I think this whole system is ready for that, too, because they can track your movements. And instead of sending police and military, like I've said many times, to take your guns, and let's just go to just a barter system. Hey, we'll trade outside their system. Well, they're going to find out where these places are that people are trading. They can follow you with your phones. They can follow you through you know, who knows what future means or where you're going. So, hey, if you, if you operate, if you decide to go through this zone, you lose uh, so many credits out of your bank account, Joe, right? Just, just your movements can be c- controlled because, hey, we know that that's where illegal trade is going on. So You know not- what? Think about this too, right? Cars, all that stuff. They yep. know you live in Arizona or they know you live in Colorado. Uh, well, you know what? You just crossed the state line. Uh, that That's a carbon tax fine, yep. right? Yep. We'll just take that out of your bank. You know, just think about that. You know, every time, you know, you're doing a cross-country trip, right? Every time you cross, think about truckers, right? Truckers, oh, well, I, I got a load from L.A. and I got to deliver it to uh, Shreveport, Louisiana. Well, you know what? You're going to have 18 different carbon emission fines on the route. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And only rich people will end up owning uh, gas uh, gas cars because you'll, you'll have to be rich because, uh, the, the, of course, you're going to get a credit if you use a, an electric-only car, Joe. So they'll, they'll, they'll get those electric cars on the road uh, whether we want them or not, Joe. And lastly, and I hate to bring it up, today is the day that – the western states were supposed to have reached an agreement to cut 2 million acre feet of water. No agreement was made. Uh, they had closed doors meeting in Denver. 
uh, as of right now, they were unable to come into an agreement. Now, I want to give a little context, too. Two million acre feet. They actually need to cut more than that, but okay. Two million acre feet. The total annual use of water for Los Angeles is 500,000 acre feet. Just to give perspective on how much water we're actually talking about. The total annual water use for L.A. is only 500,000 acre feet. Uh, If there's a deal not made, the Bureau Bureau of Reclamation is scheduled to hold a news conference tomorrow to do it for them. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and we're just talking about the water situation. Tomorrow, uh, the Bureau of Reclamation is going to meet. They're going to update uh, water levels. Uh, also, uh, they haven't said uh, what they're going to do, but officially, it looks like we've run out of time. Here's the problem, Jason. All the easy cuts have been made. Uh, right now, the the largest by far user of water uh, comes from the Imperial Valley uh, in California, where a lot of the nation's uh, produce is grown. Arizona, uh, we, we cut Pinal County. Uh, the next round of cuts it looks like Yuma. Uh, Yuma, by the way, we grow a ton of produce uh, in Yuma, Arizona. Uh, this is, this. whatever comes out of this, Jason, uh, once again, get ready to pay more for things at the grocery store. It's just that simple. Yeah, water is very, very important. That's, I mean, we, uh, there's so many components to what's important in society. Uh, energy being massively important, but water is, it's, it's like 1A and 1B, right, Joey? Water and energy are, are so, so important. They, critical to what we do. Uh, Tenth ounce American gold eagles. Uh, we've got a pullback here. Gold's down about $16, 17 right now. Uh, $245 uh, on a 10-ounce gold eagle. But if you buy the roll, and there's 50 of them in the roll, uh, we'll go all the way down to 240 uh, which, once again, as people know, uh, we are the cheapest in the country in 10-ounce gold eagles and have been uh, for quite a while. You're talking about paying 20 30 uh, some of these, there's $40 a coin less at 800-951-0592. Jason and I, we're trying to come up uh, working on some silver options for you. Jason, just there's not a lot out there. No, cheap gold is a great way to go. Uh, uh, you know, I, we're trying to. I'm here in Colorado. Joe's there in Arizona. I'm from Colorado, and my vault and what I do here with our customers. Uh, I, I can I can see it if we can get we can get you some cheaper gold you know smaller amounts the, the tenth ounce obviously a lot of you guys out there that listen regularly you can't afford the twenty one hundred or twenty two hundred dollars for the twenty dollar gold piece and that's what I told Joe today let's let's get some uh, tenth ounce if we can find any so Joe was great to find some tenth ounce gold for you guys two forty five 
uh, get it when you can get it. Don't don't worry about the price being five dollars more, five dollars less. When we get it on the air and we got a good price, buy it, buy it. And if we can find some good silver, we're going to get that, put that on the air, and uh, and then he says, you know, Joe and I keep our ear to the ground and and uh, we you know we, we see what's going on. We'll uh, you know, we'll find other items for you guys to buy, but but cheap yep. gold and silver, as much as we can, Joe. Yeah, my my assumption on this too is these are going to be back dates, uh, but but again, not that that matters one way or the other, uh, but but right now we're being told that the mint uh, may not even be producing any more tenth ounce for the rest of the year. Uh, so, uh, that 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 came to us. I want to say last Friday. Uh, so uh, again, we're 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 trying to keep it affordable, uh, plus the fact that. Uh, uh, great fractional material, especially uh, if, if all of a sudden uh, we go digital here. Well, and obviously we're going digital. Depending on on what these rules set up, Jason, why do I get a feeling there's going to be a lot more black market stuff in the future? I think people are going to learn how to barter for sure in the future, Joe. If, if these uh, digital currency situations arise in the future, absolutely. God bless everybody. Jason and I, we're coming right back with the half-empty cup. 